I want to uh, go into the uh, gifts of the Spirit, but really dealing with the power gifts. Last Sunday we dealt with the inspirational gifts, that's tongues, tongues, and interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. And we practice that. Today is another session of practice for us, where we are practicing to heal and let God give us miracles and the ability to believe, trust God in faith. So we're dealing with power gifts today. That's the working of miracles, the gifts of healings, and faith. That's the gift of faith. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we give you praise. Speak to us today. Holy Spirit, manifest yourself today in healing. And remove sickness from us according to your word. Your word will not return to you void. And we know that with God, nothing is impossible. We just want to believe. And where we struggle, help our own belief. So that we can receive all that you've given to us. Spirit of the living God, Spirit of Jesus, Holy Spirit, Spirit of excellence, move among us today. Open our hearts to receive. Take the arguments away from our heart and help us to receive the word engrafted into our spirits so that we can walk with you and be co-laborers with the Holy Spirit in signs and wonders. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You know, in First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1, and then verse 7, it says in verse 1, Now concerning spiritual gifts, I don't want you to be ignorant. If you are a Christian, God does not want you to be ignorant of spiritual gifts. Many Christians, they're satisfied, they're born again, and they stay just there. They don't explore other things that God is giving to us. I said before that when you become a Christian, you are given a lifetime of discovery in the Word of God. You cannot be satisfied. You have to keep searching so that you can find. When you seek, you will find. If you don't seek, you won't find anything. These things are available to us. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. Don't stay ignorant. God wants you to know of spiritual gifts. This is not the apostle speaking. This is the Holy Spirit saying, I don't want you to be ignorant. It says, it's the manifestation in verse 7, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. The manifestation, or which what we call the gifts of the Holy Spirit, is given to each one. Every believer has a gift. Every believer can manifest a gift. They are the gift of the Holy Spirit. They are not your gifts. They are His gifts. And when you receive Him, the gifts are there. Just let the gifts come out. 
Be bold enough and let the gifts come out. Act on the word and God will meet you right there. You have a miracle. So today we're talking about the power gifts, the working of miracles. What that means is God supplies supernaturally. Supernatural supply is a miracle. It's instant. Supernatural supply. It's like Jesus turning water into wine. That's a supernatural supply. They needed it. He turned the water, in, water into wine. It's like Jesus multiplying bread. That is a miracle. It's like a, a, a preacher needing money to do something, and he is praying, asking God for something. I heard of a preacher that was praying for $1 million. And he prayed for a long time, and then all of a sudden, some fellow brought him $1 million check. Somebody needs to tell that fellow, there's the Ark Fellowship over here. Amen. There's a pastor over there that could take another check. Amen. He had no way of knowing God gave him a miracle. And then there is the gifts of healing. Notice the scripture of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. He said the gift of healing. He called the gifts of healings. You can check that out. And what that is saying, God can manifest himself in all forms of healing. Some people measure in uh, inner healing. You heard the word? Inner healing and their ministry is inner healing. It's not their ministry. It's the Holy Spirit's ministry. They just give themselves to that area of ministry. I know of a preacher, his uh, gift, in the gift of healing was to pray for back problems. I don't care how bad your back has been and how long the pain has been there. When he feels like praying for backs, and this is the way he says it, I feel like praying for backs today. If I had a back problem, I'm going to be out run to the altar because everyone he prays for during that time, they'll be healed, every single one of them. And he got tired of it. He said, why just back God? <laughs> now what he didn't understand, in my view, what he didn't understand is the same faith will bring healings in other areas. He just, he probably had something with backs and God, he got healed or something or God used him and he stayed with it. But the gifts are the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Gifts of healing. They are manifestation of the Spirit of God. And He's going to manifest that this morning. If you're sick in your body, get ready to get well. You don't have to feel anything. You just get well. While you're hearing the Word of God, you just get well. If you want to come up later, we can pray for you, and God will heal you. I'm very confident of this. I mean, God is God. I know there is a God, and God is a healer. If you're sick, He'll heal you. If you're falling right, He'll heal you. And Jesus healed everyone who came to Him. And Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He won't change. You meet the condition, you get it. He's a respecter of no one. And he wants to use you also in bringing healing to others. I did a lot before I became a preacher. Ministering to people. And that's all healing. Not as much as I saw after I got to be a preacher. But I saw healing. God healed people. And God can use you. 
I think in those days I just felt I'm not a preacher, so God can do it from time to time. Now what we need to do is to enter into the ark of safety. Ark of safety. When you enter into that ark of safety, you're free. <laughs> you're not going to drown. And you won't die. The ark of safety you can find in Isaiah chapter 53. And the question goes out. Who has believed our report? If you believe the report, and the Bible says to whom the arm of the Lord revealed, when you, your eyes are opened and you believe, you enter into the ark of safety. You don't need to worry anymore. No, you enter into the word the scripture says, enter in, into his rest. You need to worry, no fear. Who has believed our report? There is the doctor's report. There is the report coming out from your own body telling you there is the family line report. There he goes from mama for grandmama. He says, come down to my, it's now it's my turn. There is all of that kind of report. But the word of God is saying, who has believed our report? And if you go to verse 4, he says, surely he has borne our grief. That word means sickness. Check it out. The Hebrew word grief is sickness. And in that same chapter, Isaiah 53 verse 10, when it says he had put him to grief. If you read the literal translation of that is he had made him sick for us. Read it. Find out. That choked me when I read that. I saw the literal translation. He had made him sick, just as he made him sin for us. He made him sick, so I don't have to be sick. Amen. Amen. Don't mean I won't be tempted with sickness, I just don't want to yield. We all fall for sin sometimes. And we all allow sickness in sometimes. If we can fight back just like you fight back against sin he was bruised for our iniquity the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are and in first Peter chapter 2 we were healed and if you were healed you are healed amen you are healed he's the word you cannot treat any kind of sick condition without a diagnosis. You need to know what's happening. Doctors will spend time running test after test to narrow the problem and be able to identify what's really happening. Spiritually, it's the same thing. Until you can diagnose the problem properly you just treating it it may work it may not work Amen. but when you know what the problem is then you direct everything towards it until you get your healing 
So the thing is for us believers to know the origin of sickness and disease. We need to know without a doubt the origin of sickness and disease. Because once you know the origin, then you can deal with it and not be afraid that it's going to be well. Amen? The Bible tells us in uh, chapter 10, verse 38, it says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed by the devil. Healing all that were oppressed by the devil. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. See how Jesus healed people, ministered to thousands of people. And the Bible says every time he healed, he was delivering them from the oppression of the devil. So what's the origin of sickness and disease? The oppression of the devil. According to the scriptures. Acts 10 verse 38. Acts 10 verse 38. The oppression of the devil. The Bible tells us in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a matter be established. Until you know what the problem is. I know there are things in the natural. But let me tell you this. Everything that you see in the natural came from the unseen world. Yes. Everything. God created everything. But you can see God. God has eyes. He can see. You can see his eyes. Everything you see in the natural is in the spirit realm. This is just the physical form of the real thing. Sickness also, you see it in the natural. But the real thing is in the spirit realm. That's why Jesus was freeing them from the oppression of the devil. I'd like you to turn with me to Matthew chapter 12. Verse 22. You know, what we're doing now is trying to find out what's the origin of sickness. Let me tell you this as we're turning into this. You know, God taught me something years back right before I went into ministry, it was like a question he was asking me, and which, you know, you answered this morning, it's a test. And you won't flunk, okay? Now, when, when Pharaoh's magicians threw their rod down before Moses and Pharaoh, what happened to the rod, their rod? They became snakes, Right? You mean it was a real snake that, I mean a real rod, a real stick that became a real snake? you agree with that? Was it a real snake? You're telling me Egyptian mag- magicians, not Moses. The magicians actually turned the, a rod, a real, a real stick into a, a real snake? Yeah. That's what the Bible says. And you know, God is not hiding anything from us. He's very open about what, what happened. Think about it. You mean God helped the Egyptians, magicians to do that? Said, no, absolutely not. Oh, how did they do it? 
You read this scripture and I do. The snakes had eyes, right? They are stick that became snake. They had eyes, right? Teeth with their real eyes. According to the scriptures. So how? Many times we just assume things without thinking. We say God is the creator and I believe that. But God doesn't create evil. That means evil can create evil. So we know the source. Real snake. And that's not me. The scripture says that. So I believe that all the things, every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. And when it's evil, I know where it's coming from. When it doesn't bring, doesn't add to my progress, I know where it's coming from. If it doesn't make me feel good about life, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Did Jesus mean what he said? Oh, yes he did. So if anything comes into my life that diminishes or reduces from it, I know where it's coming from. Jesus said in a parable, didn't the servant say, didn't you plant good seeds in the field? How come we got this weed? Jesus said, an enemy had done this. When you don't understand, it's an enemy's work. Now let's go to chapter uh, 12. Verse 22, then one was brought to him who was demon-possessed. They didn't tell you he was sick. He was demon-possessed, blind and mute. In other words, he was blind, he was deaf, he was dumb. And Jesus healed him. How? He cast out the devil. The reason why the scripture is telling you he was demon-possessed is because the effect of that was his blindness. The fact that he couldn't speak and he couldn't hear. I'd like to take you to some more scriptures because the Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let the matter be established. Settle it in your heart. And this is the case. We're trying to diagnose the problem. So we know how to deal with it. Now, I tell you what. I'm not afraid of the devil. I used to be. I'm not afraid of the devil. Even if he appears in my room, I won't even flinch. That's, forget it. I'm not afraid of him. I've lost the fear of the devil. Amen. And I, you won't hear me saying, the devil did this, the devil did that. Why are you giving glory to the devil? The way you glorify God is by telling the good things that you do, that he's done. The way you glorify the devil is talking about the bad things he's doing to you. He's happy about it. Amen. I don't talk that way. Let me share another scripture. Luke chapter 13 verse 11. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. And was bent over and could in no way raise herself up. So she was like this. You know why? It was the devil. The doctors will say, well, there was something wrong with her, her spine. The vertebrae, something is wrong. And they, they're right. And they could try to correct it. But I'd rather let God correct it. I'm not saying not to go to doctors. That's okay. My wife is one of that uh, group of people. Otherwise, uh, 
I'm not against it. I'm not against taking medicine. I'm not against any of that. All of the, every good and perfect gift is from God. So I know God is working in that area too. Amen. But this woman was doubled over because somehow, some I don't know when, the Bible, don't, for 18 years, somehow she opened the door and a spirit came in. And she got doubled over. And for 18 years, don't tell me she wasn't going around trying to get well. If it was 18 years, she lived more than 18 years. She wasn't born that way. It happened along the way. And I'm sure she went everywhere trying to get help. But there was a devil behind it. And Jesus recognized it. And you know the famous sermon, Woman, thou art loosed from thine good. But Jesus never addressed the devil. He just said, you're loose. So we don't understand that when Jesus heals, sometimes he's addressing, like he rebuked fever in Peter's mother. Do you talk to fever? You rebuke fever? You look at that pastor, he's rebuking a tree. Everybody's going to see, what is he doing? Talking to a tree. And rebuking fever, that's serious. Jesus was rebuking something. Yeah. And instantly, she got up. we see that as a miracle healing miracle healing miracle is when it takes place instantly you pray and you get the result but people can still be healed without getting because the source of the trouble is gone amen and then slowly the body realigns itself and gets well that's why the bible says you shall lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover because the source of the trouble is destroyed and then the body has to mend and then what happens to Christians once they are prayed for and they don't feel all the way well they immediately give up and say well I'll come back next time maybe the pastor wasn't well he's not very anointed I'll look for an anointed preacher to pray for me you'll be running from pillar to post you won't find it but what you do after you have been prayed for you believe and begin to thank God for it. And if you thank God from your spirit, there is no way, the Holy Spirit will join you in thanking God, and there's no way that spirit is going to stay there, or the sickness can resist God. It's going to leave. That's what Irina did this last week. <laughs> and we had some healing this last week from our, our prophecy service. But look, Many times when you hear of Mary Magdalene, you hear of the fact that demons, was, demons were cast out of her. Have you ever read that she was really sickly woman? Did you know that? Mary Magdalene was very sickly. And I think that that's the reason why she went to Jesus for help. I'm not sure if she knew she was demon-possessed. But if you read in this scripture, Luke chapter 8 verse 2, he tells us a certain woman who had been healed of evil spirits. Well, I didn't know you can heal people of evil spirits. You cast them out, right? You cast evil spirits out. But here the scripture says she had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. She was very sickly. And Jesus took care of it. When he cast out the spirits that were making her sick and healed her. 
Amen. It says Mary Madeline out of whom had come seven demons. When all sins come in, you're going to be very miserable. You need to get them out of your life. Jesus actually healed deaf and dumb people. He called, he called, you deaf and dumb spirit come out. And the person is healed. Deaf and dumb. You know, I find that out. <laughs> deaf and dumb. Let me tell you something. There is no devil. There is no devil that will resist when you speak in the name of Jesus and give a command. There is no devil. I used to think we have to fight and battle. And I will yell and yell until I lose my voice. I still yell. Forgive me for it. But I listened to my, the guy who taught me. He says, they, these demons are hard of hearing. So you need to yell very loud. But let me tell you. If, 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 if God cannot enter into your life. Unless you give him permission. Huh? I stand at the door and I knock. That's what God said. That's God. What demon is going to come into my life when I don't want him? And stay in my life when I don't want him? When even God cannot do that. So I believe strongly when you tell the devil inside or whatever they are doing, when it doesn't make sense, when the doctor says we don't, we don't have any kind of problem, uh, solution to your sickness, then you know the enemy has done this. Tell him to leave. Jesus paid them your price, the price for you to be healed. Tell him to leave. And he'll leave. When I was in Nigeria the last time, there was a girl that had this demon and they, they prayed and she was all over the place. And then they took her to the room and she was still manifesting, doing all of that stuff. And sometimes preachers love that because it's like, oh yeah, we really have power. I don't like them. I, I don't like all of that movement. Just leave. Just get out of this person. So I got there and I said to her, they called me, uh, Pastor Goodlock, please come and help. And I went there and I told her, I said, you tell him to leave you. You use your mouth, tell him to leave right now, that you don't want him anymore. Because you opened the door somehow and brought the, now serve him quick notice, tell him his time is up, tell him to leave. And she did just that. Guess what? She calmed down. And I had to tell the devil, now nah, she says she doesn't want you anymore. I, am, I can't see anything, but I'm talking to him. If she doesn't want you anymore, you got to leave. Guess what? Quiet down. No trifling. Is that easy? That's why if you believe, Jesus said, these signs follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. Are you a believer? Well, you can cast out devils. You don't have, he didn't say, these signs follow pastors that believe. Only those who believe. Everyone, even if you were saved yesterday, you can cast out devils. Amen. You've been given the authority. So you can speak to that sickness. God anointed the Lord Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power. Went about doing good. So when you are anointed with the Holy Spirit, don't just sit in church. Go about doing good. Healing all who were oppressed of the devil. And that's what's going to happen this morning. Amen?
You're going to receive your healing because your oppression will go out of your life by the power of the Lord Jesus. I believe God. His word will not return to him void. You can be healed. Amen. Jesus was manifested that he might do what? Destroy the works of the devil. Sin and sickness, those two twin brothers, they have to be destroyed. Amen? If the devil is behind sickness and disease, and we can read, there's more scriptures I can give to you. You can read Matthew chapter 8, verse 16 and 17. Go read that. It talks about Jesus casting out devils and healing the sick. But if a spirit is behind a sickness, you don't need anything to really remedy the situation. You need another powerful spirit to displace the other one. Amen? If a man is in his house and he, you know, a strong man is in his house, all his goods are safe. But when a stronger man comes in, Jesus said that, right? When a stronger man comes in, he binds him. He throws away all his goods. Sickness and disease. Those are his goods. All of them. Amen. The Holy Spirit is the stronger man. When the enemy comes in as a flood, like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise up a standard against him. Let the Holy Spirit displace that thing. He is the creator. So it takes the Holy Spirit to displace and destroy the works of the devil in your life. And you have the Holy Spirit. And I said, we need Christians really need to fellowship more with the Holy Spirit. We know how to fellowship with Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's good. We don't talk to the Father very much. We talk to Jesus a lot. Balance that out a good bit. Talk to the Father and worship the Holy Spirit as well. People worship Jesus while he was on earth. The Holy Spirit has replaced Jesus. Jesus didn't turn away worship. We need to worship the Holy Spirit and know that he's there. He can destroy the works of the devil. He takes his spirit, the spirit of God, to do that. How does God heal? God heals only through one way. Just one. Through his word. In fact, God doesn't do anything apart from his word. God cannot do anything except through his word. It's true. He created the world through his word. Everything God does, he does through his word. He's the word. He's the word that's holding everything together. He's God's word. That's why if you disrespect God's word for any reason, if you have your own opinion that's against word, you God's word, you exclude God from your life. Because God and His Word are one and the same. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. God sent His Word to the earth. That's Jesus. If you will receive anything from God, He's got to come through the Word, His Son. The Word of God. In Psalm 107 verse 20, He says, He sent His Word and healed them. How does God heal? He sends His Word. He's the Word of God that heals. 
When you receive the word, you get healed. What, that's why I've been in meetings while I'm still speaking. Before the end of the service, people are already healed. I remember a woman in Georgia came with a heart condition. While I was still speaking, she got healed. And she came to me after the service and said, uh, Preacher, I'm really sorry. I know you are laying hands on people, but I just sat there. I just waiting to tell you that uh, you didn't have to do that. So I'm really sorry you didn't have to lay your hands. I said, Woman, you don't have to worry about me being offended because I didn't lay my hands on you. I like it that way. It's better. You know, I didn't have to yell or scream. <laughs> you did it. God did it on his own. So it's clear to everybody. It's not in a man. He takes the Holy Spirit. He do it through his word. So once you receive the word of God and you really believe the word, receive everything in. You can't stay sick. There will be temptation for you to lose the word, to let go of the word, and begin to speak something else. It goes with your finances. goes with your children. Every area of life. That's what Satan will tempt you, so you let go of the word and begin to say something else and believe something different. What the doctor said? The doctor said, you got three more months to live. And you say, you go and say, the doctor said I only have three more months. Oh, pity for you. The doctor created you. You believe this report against the word of God. Tell that doctor next year I'm coming back to shake your hand. So he says, what did you say? I said, I'm coming back next year to shake your hands. And when you come back the following year to shake his hands, he will glorify God with you. Amen. Amen? It's God's word. So what's in God's word that guarantees your healing? <coughs> Excuse me. What's God's word? First thing is the spirit, the spirit of God. You see, it takes the Holy Spirit to bring healing to a man. He was there at the beginning. If your liver is being messed up, he fixes it. He created just like he did in the very beginning. He just needs God to speak, and then he put it together. He's the Spirit of God. He takes the enemy away, drives him out, displaces him, and then he heals the organ. Sometimes he says, there's no need to fix this. I'll just give you a brand new one. Amen. And that's happened. Brand new heart. Brand new liver. And doctors say, I can't understand this. You're, you might as well have a, a baby's liver. Yes, I like it. It's the Holy Spirit's work. It's the Word of God. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit carried through the Word of God. That's what the Word says. John chapter 6, verse 63. Jesus said, it is the Spirit who gives life. The Spirit of God is the one that gives life. He brought life into existence. He's the Spirit that created all things from the very beginning. It is the Spirit of God that will give you life. It's the Spirit that will put your body together, heal your body. It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Don't depend on flesh. Go to doctors, let them do what they can, but don't depend on the arm of flesh. 
trust in God. Stay God to them, but trust in God for your deliverance. That's what the word says. It's the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. That's what Jesus said. The words I speak, they are spirit and they are life. When you receive that word, he goes into your spirit. And you receive the Holy Spirit in that area that you are believing God for in the word. If it's the word of, of miracles, you receive the spirit for the miracle to be born. You still have to speak, but you receive it. If it's prosperity, you receive the spirit to prosper. And as you give it words, as you begin to speak, you begin to make your way prosperous. But first, you must have the spirit. The word, that's why if you reject God's word, you're going nowhere. Once you receive the word, people are looking for feeling for stuff. It only lasts for a few days. They will anoint you next year. They are going to anoint you again because you have not locked in into the God's word. You get your healing because you don't understand God's word. Next three months is back again. He says, Pastor, he's back. Where did you let him in? So we pray for you again. You're delivered. But when the spirit is mixed with the word in your heart, you stay well. You stay well. It is the spirit. The next uh, thing in the word is life. The word, we already said that, this word, spirit, and life. We're talking about divine life. Divine life. Just as you will be tempted to sin and sometimes will fall, you will be tempted to be sick and sometimes you fall. But determined you are going to stay righteous before God. Determined you are going to stay healthy before God. Resist temptation to sin. Resist temptation to be sick. Jesus paid the price for both. Amen? He paid the price for both. Divine life. First, Second Peter chapter 1 verse 4. By which have been given to us exceeding great and precious promises. Those words from God, they're promises. They are as good as money in the bank. They're as good. You already got it. It's been given to us. Great and precious promises. The word of God will never return to God void. That by this, we might partake of his divine nature. Divine nature, you know what that means? Divine life. No one can ever say, we saw Jesus yesterday, he was really sick. He had a bad headache. Give him some time and all. And say, Jesus of Nazareth, yes, you're crazy. That's what I'll tell you. You're nuts. I am the vine. You are the branches. Can you separate the vine from the branches? They are one. But we don't believe. The same sap that comes from the head 
that the head enjoys flows into the branches, right? If the head is sick, Jesus said the whole body. But the, when the head is well, and he is my head, I cannot be sick. If sickness comes into my body, then I have a trespasser. And I have to confront the trespasser. If you don't confront the trespasser, before long they will start building their house in your lot. Close to your own home. But you have to confront it. No. Sometimes it's hard to confront. You feel like, oh, I feel so weak. I can't even pray. <laughs> but start doing it, even in pain. You'll leave. You'll leave. Oh, as I'm talking to you, I remember. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, oh. My early years, my family will tell you, my last year in, um, in high school, they, um, they hit me with voodoo. I know some of you is hard, but uh, I was really very sick, and I almost died. I was feeling okay, everything was fine, just my stomach hurt, but in a question of days, I had lost so much weight, you won't believe it. I cried writing my exams final year in uh, high school what the final year and uh, but I was stubborn I, I said I was going to write my exams regardless but the pains were horrible they have to come and comfort me while I was writing and then they took me to doctors they did their tests nothing worked and finally they took me to a voodoo doctor and the voodoo doctor said I know who did it your friends I said you got to be crazy lady cuckoo you're crazy and she described my friends. You know, when I get on campus, those friends will never come near me. To the point where it was boarding school. The other people say, why come your friends don't come to you? You are gravely sick, but they won't come to you. What's going on? That confront. But that's another story. God <laughs> helped me with the voodoo doctor. After I got saved, I got back. I was in school in Georgia. And then all of a sudden, that same pain came to me. Same pain. And you know the next thing I heard in my head? That thing that you had is back. Last time you went to the voodoo doctor, now you're on your own. And you are in a different country, telling you truth to you, a different country, no help for you. I was very scared. But I don't know how God did it. I had a, uh, a little tract in my room, in my hand. I don't know how it got to me about Isaiah, on Isaiah 53. By his stripes, you were, you are healed. So I grabbed onto that. My fellow Nigerians were saying, you better go to the infirmary, you better go to the hospital, you're going to die. I said, you don't understand. And I started confessing out loud by his stripes. I threw up stuff and all of that. But guess what? I'm here today. Amen? Amen? Nothing happened. You speak the word with boldness. And it brings life into you. Divine life. Into your life. The covenant you have with God. Is a covenant of immunity. Against any deadly sickness and disease. You can be free. 
you are his ambassador here. Amen? Ambassadors are immune to the laws and what's happening in that country. You are God's ambassador. It also brings divine light. In him was light, the word of God. And the light was the life of men. The light, the word is light, and the light was the life of men. So he brings life. You know, have you ever wondered why if you have a fever, it seems to be really bad at night? How many have been there? Every kind of sickness, at night it grows worse. At night it seems like when darkness comes in, the pain increases. During the day you may be able to walk around and do stuff, but at night when you want to sleep, all of a sudden something changes. That's because the enemy loves to walk at night. Amen? I'm trying to give you real, real understanding. He likes to walk in the dark. But he cannot comprehend the light. He cannot defeat the light. So when you give him the word, you give him light. When he's tired of light, he'll leave you alone. So you ought, all you ought to do is keep speaking light, speaking the word, believing in the word, and thanking God for the word. Thank him that you are healed. Thank him for, that your children are safe. Thank him that nothing is going to happen to your children. Thank him because you believe your children are going to be prosperous. Thank him because you know your tomorrow is bright. When you say, the Lord is my shepherd. Oh, you think about David, how many battles he fought. All his life. Yet strong until he was ready to go home. That divine light, different from... From when you have light, you have life. No light, no life. The word of God is light. And it results in life. I came that they might have life. And have it more abundantly. When it's not giving you abundant life, you know where it's coming from. The enemy has done this. And then you fight back. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violent ones take it by force, rise and say, no, you don't do this to me. I'm a child of God. You can't kill me. You can't hurt me. I'll do everything according to the word. And you take it from there. Give him your loaves of bread. Let him break them and multiply them. And feed. Amen. He brings divine light. And it's also divine fire and divine hammer. <laughs> yes. God said in Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 29. He's asking us. I like this. Is not my word like fire? <laughs> it's like he's bragging, right? But it's for our benefit. Is not my word like fire? Fire consumes everything. In his path. If you turn it loose. Amen. When you take God's word. The fire of God's word will burn that disease. Burn that cancer. Burn that headache. And throw everything out. That is contrary to life. God says his word is like hammer. By his stripes I am. You 
threw down the air, the hammer. You keep it up. It's not dead yet. I give you more by his stripes. I am. You keep hammering. It's not my word like hammer. Let it hammer away anything that is contrary. You're being healed this morning in Jesus' name. Whatever it is, don't put up with it. Fight against it. Believe God for your healing. God is doing extraordinary things today. There are people in the world today that God is changing their genetic makeup. There are people in Africa that were born with sickle cell anemia, sickle cell condition, and that's a genetic disease. The change of one amino acid in the DNA, uh, whatever you call it, helix. But God as is able to change that protein and change that DNA. And God is healing them. And they test them. They were, uh, sickle, they were sickless before. And then after prayer, after they poured the oil on them, they go back and they test them again. And DNA is changed. Some of you listen. Some of you from Africa, you heard all of that. God is doing it. God can change your DNA. Just let the word go. He wants in my family. Who cares? God be true. And every, and every man a liar. Stay with God's word. Stay with God's word. I believe the word. I just don't want to be a Christian. Just talking all scriptures. I go to church every day. I want you to be a spirit man. That which is born of the flesh is... Why are you still just ordinary? When I heard that Jesus, when I read from the scripture that Jesus put his fingers in a deaf man's ears and speak to the devil, and the devil comes out and the person hears, I was waiting for a good experiment. I got to try this. I got to try this. And so I tried that, put my finger in the fellow's ear. That was my first time and yelled because the devil is hard of hearing and took my finger off so the devil can know to leave and then you test it and they can hear and everybody claps (laughs) I want them to be clapping because God is using you because he wants to use every one of us the gifts are ours they are for the preachers. But alone, I should say. But for every one of us. So divine fire, divine hammer, and divine power. I'm going to read this scripture as we close. And then we're going to be praying for the sick. Our prayer partners, I will encourage you to get ready. And you get ready to get well. What you need to do is do what you couldn't do before. We've seen healing here before, a lot of them. Just do what, and we had a healing last week, and we, we're going to have one today. We're going to have more today. You're going to be healed. But do what you couldn't do before. What's in the Word? The power of God is in the Word. Psalm 66 verse 3 says, Say to God, how awesome are you, O are your works, I should say. How awesome are your works? Can you say that with me? How awesome are your works? Say to the Lord, How awesome are your works? That's what you should say to Him. 
say to the Lord, how awesome are your works? Through the greatness of your power, your enemies shall submit themselves to you. So it's through God's greatness, the greatness of his power, that forces the enemy to submit. How awesome are your works? Through the greatness of your power, your enemies will submit to you. And the Bible tells us in Romans, I am not ashamed of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation those that believe to the Jew first and then to the Gentiles. The gospel, the word of God is the power of God that brings deliverance. So the word of God contains power that forces the enemy to bow. When you're taking the word of God, the enemy must bow. And the enemy will bow this morning. In Jesus' name. The enemy will bow. If you're sick in your body, God will force through his word that you've heard the enemy to bow and you will be healed. What you must do is this. Don't talk about the sickness much anymore. If God gives you a little relief, God has begun and anything that he starts, he completes. So begin to tell of your healing from that moment. Do what you couldn't do before after prayer and God will bring the healing just like that. God will heal your organs. Would you stand up with me this morning? God's going to heal today because of his word. The anointing is in his word. The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. I'd like you to put your hand where you hurt. Where is the place in your life where the Satan has been giving you so much trouble? Put your hand in there and believe God for your healing. Believe God for your healing. Believe God for your healing. This might be the end. this will be the end of that condition in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Just put your hand there. See your hands are anointed. Yes, your hands are anointed. Jesus said that. They shall lay hands on the sick, those who believe, not pastors alone. They shall lay hands on the sick. And the sick will recover. Lay your hands. The Holy Spirit is in you. You heard this word. God is healing you right now. God is taking the pain away from you right now. Thank you, Jesus. All you have to do, do the things that you couldn't do before. If you can't see, open your eyes and see. If your ears can hear properly, you can hear now in Jesus' name. If you have stomach pain, that is gone from you right now in Jesus' name. Headache is gone. The infection that you have is gone. The pain is going to leave your body. If you're looking for a child, <laughs> your body's been healed right now. You will have one. Your finances are being healed right now in Jesus' name. You are being healed right now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Prayer partners, please come up. I need the prayer partners to please come up. 
what this says is letting people agree with you. The Bible says, if two shall agree concerning anything that they want the Father to do, for them on the earth shall be done. So if you're sick in your body and you need healing, you feel like somebody needs to agree with you, you want to be anointed with all, please come up, don't be ashamed, just come up. And after they pray for you, do what you couldn't do before, that's faith. If, if your back was hurting, just immediately bow, bow bend up, just bend yourself and you'll find out the pain is no longer there. Whatever it is, God will bring healing into your life. And call this the end of the trouble. For the rest of you, I believe God has healed you. What you must do is tell somebody, tell somebody of your healing. Tell somebody that says you trust God and you believe. Tell somebody. Thank you, Jesus. After the prayer, do what you couldn't do before. There's nothing too hard for our God. There's nothing too hard for our God. Thank you, Jesus.